0: This is a podcast from China Daily Hong Kong. Thanks for tuning in today's episode of The Bulletin on March 4th. Hong Kong saw new cases of COVID-19 reach a record 56,827 on Thursday, as a health official assured residents that the city's food supply remained sufficient. Chui Tak Yi, Undersecretary for Food and Health, said there was no need for panic buying since Hong Kong's supply of fresh produce remained stable. Chui pointed out that the central government time and again had said that there should be adequate supply of food to Hong Kong. Besides the new supply routes by sea and rail, land transportation routes have also been enhanced to ensure the stable supply of fresh food and daily necessities. Meanwhile, the Hong Kong Jockey Club announced on Thursday a new round of pandemic relief initiatives to fight the raging fifth wave of COVID-19, including the provision of rapid antigen test kits to eligible non-governmental organizations, and support for the expansion of community pharmacy services operated by NGOs. On top of its continuing support for a broad range of community needs, the club has approved over 1.7 billion Hong Kong dollars in additional funding over the past 2 years to address the impact of the pandemic, including 209 million Hong Kong dollars announced on Thursday and over the last 2 weeks in response to the fifth wave. In addition, the HKSAR government is adding two more COVID-19 mobile vaccination stations from today amid a surging fifth wave of infections. Besides providing service at public housing estates, the mobile stations will offer outreach services to schools to enable more people and students in the relevant age groups to receive the COVID-19 jabs, according to a government press release. Meanwhile, Hong Kong Chief Secretary for Administration, John Lee Kai Chu, inspected newly built community isolation facilities in Tsing Yi on Tuesday, as the center started admitting its first batch of COVID-19 patients. The facilities, constructed with the support of the central government, is open for service one day after its construction was completed, within just one week on Monday. Meanwhile, the Hong Kong Retail Management Association vowed to support proposed legislation on a rental enforcement moratorium and urged landlords to cut rents for troubled tenants. The HKRMA pledged to support the government's proposed legislation on a rental enforcement moratorium for tenants of specific sectors which forbids landlords from terminating leases and from taking legal action against those who fail to pay their rent on time. The proposed legislation, which would be in effect for three months, would target specific industries, including 17 scheduled premises under the Anti-Epidemic Fund, as well as beleaguered sectors such as retail outlets and interest class operators. Moving on, Hong Kong Secretary for Food and Health Sophia Chan on Tuesday welcomed mainland health official Liang Wanyan who leads a delegation of mainland experts to Hong Kong to offer guidance in the city's fight against the epidemic. Chan, along with Hong Kong health officials, held a meeting earlier this week with a delegation led by Liang, who is the head of the National Health Commission's COVID-19 leading task force. They exchanged views on the epidemic situation in Hong Kong and discussed the challenges posed by the fifth wave. Chinese mainland experience in tackling the epidemic was also discussed. Moving on to national news, China on Thursday issued a White Paper on the country's progress in developing sports for persons with disabilities. The White Paper was released by the State Council Information Office one day before the opening of the Beijing 2022 Paralympic Winter Games. Aside from laying out the historic progress that has been made in para sports in China, the White Paper highlights how China is fully engaged in international sport affairs for the disabled and continues to strengthen exchanges and cooperation with other countries, and with international organizations for disabled people, building friendship among people of all countries, including those with disabilities. And finally, Russia and Ukraine agreed to organize humanitarian corridors to evacuate civilians in the second round of talks in Belarus on Thursday, the advisor to the head of the president's office of Ukraine confirmed on Twitter. During the talks on Thursday, the two sides discussed military issues, humanitarian issues, and a future political settlement of the conflict, said the head of the Russian delegation. A representative told Ukrainian media that a third round of peace talks may take place soon. That's all for this segment, guys. Until next time, stay healthy.